Good morning. Uh, this morning we're going to look at who God is to try to answer some of the questions that, that I've been getting that we've been talking about on on well, basically Trinitarian theology. Why, if, if there's one God, how are there, there are three persons and how do you explain that? And the, the, some people claim the Bible never teaches that Jesus was God and there's just a lot of uh, misconceptions out there about what the scriptures say. So I want to record a couple of videos and, and just walk some people through some of what um, the scriptures say because it's important. If And this is all assuming, believing that the scriptures are inerrant, that they are <coughs> not contradictory, that they are written by God, um, inspired, breathed out by God so that they're, they're, they have to make sense. And if you don't want to believe that the scriptures are inerrant, that they're God breathed, that they're they're worthy of study, then I can't I can't convince you that there is a God, let alone that there there's three persons in one. So so we have to start with this is God speaking to the humans and and he's trying to get his message to us. So I want to look at first at the word um, Lord, so you can see here on my screen, Lord, it's the Hebrew H3068, which is, we usually pronounce Yahweh, uh, some people pronounce it Yehovah, um, or other things, so uh, we'll start there, we'll see how this goes. Um, this is a new program, so please forgive me for, for moving around so much. Um, so the first thing I want to point out that much later in Israel's history, around the 3rd or 2nd century before Christ came, uh, people stopped pronouncing Yahweh's name aloud, well, probably as a form of reverence. Um, but when they came across the these four letters here, uh, they just would stop saying it. And so they dropped the vowels out um, and replaced it with the Hebrew word Adonai, which, which means Lord. And so we see that the, the definition of 3068 is Lord, but it, it's really the name that, that God calls himself in the Old Testament. He is Yahweh. He is Lord. And we're not really 100% sure on the pronunciation. Those are the, the, the best ones we have to work with. There's other scholarship, but I just want to point that out because when we go through the scriptures, I've tried to be very careful about keeping um, the word Lord um emphasize so you'll see it in all caps like here and here sometimes i've seen it god is all capitalized so anytime that you see those capitalized letters you you can know that it's using the lord's name that he revealed um in the past to us um so it's important when we look at scriptures because we all know who who are we talking about because some people claim like oh well, god didn't say that or jesus didn't say that and that that's that's not accurate so let's let's look and see what the scriptures say so um lord is also used as a as a title so you'll see lord uh, underlined because that's just you know they they give reverence and honor to their what we'll learn is their king their their god and so they they'll they'll say lord as in a lord and a master so first we'll look at uh most of these are going to be old testament scriptures um looking at who god is who Yahweh is. Um, so we'll start in Deuteronomy 6, 4, and 5. 
This is a very famous Shema, the saying, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. This is a very famous saying, and, and just so everyone's aware that the word Adonai, or Lord, is not in there. It's actually the God's name is what they should have been uh, speaking there instead of Lord. So, Hear, O Israel, Adonai our God, Adonai is one. Um, you shall love Adonai your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. Or Yahweh. Or, I just said that in the wrong way. But yes, uh, Yahweh. You shall love Yahweh. Um, so it's very important that he's he's saying that he he is one. So it's very important that we understand that. So Yahweh is one, which is one of the, the big things we talk about. And the Lord is our God. So all, Yahweh is our God. Um, let's see. If I cannot do that, okay, cool. Um, so next, Exodus three thirteen through fifteen, uh, we see that God is giving His name to Moses on the mountain. Uh, then Moses said to God, "Indeed, when I come to the children of Israel and to say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you, and they say to me, What is His name? What shall I say to them?" And God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said thus, you shall say to the children of Israel, I am has sent me to you. Moreover, God said to Moses, thus you shall say to the children of Israel, the Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever. And this is my memorial to all generations. Um, so he's, he's telling him that I am, uh, which, which means he, he was, he is, and he will be because of the, the cases that are um, in the Hebrew. He, he exists. He is, um, which is his name, which is interesting. Uh, next, Exodus uh, 4.10. Then Moses said to Yahweh, O my Lord, lowercase, I am not eloquent, neither before me since you have spoken to your servant, but I am slow to speech and slow to tongue. So he's, here's one of the examples of uh, Lord being used to refer to God, not his holy name, but but the title Lord Adonai, which can be uh, you know my Lord, uh, and it can be of men, but it can also be of God, and we see many many times that it's being used for God, Lord. My shortcuts have disappeared. So we also see in Deuteronomy ten seventeen, for the Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords. The great God, mighty and awesome, who shows no partiality nor takes a bribe. So, here in Deuteronomy ten seventeen, we see for Yahweh your God is God of gods and Lord of lords, not capitalized, but He's the Lord of lords. So, just setting up the character of who God is. Then we see Judges. Uh, he's being called Lord here. Then Samson called to the Yahweh, saying, "O Lord God, or Lord Yahweh." Remember me, I pray. Strengthen me, I pray, just this once, O God, that I may with one blow take vengeance on the Philistines for my two eyes. So he's calling, he's giving God a title. I'm going to skip these New Testament ones for right now. And I, want to, I really want to jump into Isaiah to really talk about who um, 
who God is. Who's this character? So Isaiah is back in the, the Old Testament before Jesus came, and he's revealing himself to Isaiah the prophet very, very specifically about who he is. And it's a really good chapter, but I've cut it up, as you can see, really bad. Um, um, verse 1, 3, 10, 12, 14, 15, 25. But so the, the interesting thing about this, so this is who, who the question is who is this talking about so but now thus says the lord so thus says yahweh who created you o jacob and he who formed you o israel fear not for i have redeemed you i have called you by your name you are mine so who who's talking thus says the lord so this is god talking and it starts in verse three for i am the lord your god the holy one of israel your savior and so here this is you know this is God saying that I'm I'm the Lord your God, that I'm the Holy One of Israel, that God's the Holy One of Israel, and that God's your Savior. It's very important that we keep that in mind that God is these things. I have give I gave Egypt for you as your ransom, Ethiopia and Seba in your place. Now skip ahead to verse ten through twelve. You are my witnesses, says Yahweh, and my servant whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me. And understand that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, nor shall there be after me. So there's only one God. Just just in case anyone's wondering. Verse 11. I, even I, am the Lord, Yahweh. And beside me there is no Savior. So God's the only Savior, as he said back up here in verse 3. He's our Savior. It's very important that we, we keep this in mind. I've uh, declared and saved. I have proclaimed and there are no foreign gods among you therefore you are my witnesses says the lord that i am god skip ahead to verse 14 and 15 thus says the lord yahweh your redeemer the holy one of israel for your sake i will send to babylon bring them all out of as fugitives the chaldeans you rejoice in their ships i am the lord i'm yahweh your holy one the creator of israel your king i even i am he skip ahead to verse 25 Am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake, and I will not remember your sins. So transgressions is another way of talking about sins. So I blots out your sins for my own sake, and I will not remember your sins. Uh, transgressions are different than sins because transgressions are done on purpose. We know that they're sins, um, and we, we still we, we do them fully knowing full well that they're sins. Now sins are, are sins against God, but they're usually done without knowledge that we we blunder we we don't do it on purpose we we i shout at my kids um, i get angry i have lust Th those are quote unquote accidental sins i still do them but it's not like i'm like going and seeking these things out and i'm going to be super mean to my kids today and i'm going to go buy uh, a magazine from the convenience store or whatever it is there's there's a difference um, which is a very interesting study but but not for today so here's in Isaiah 43, like this list of who God is. And this is, there's only one God. He has a name. He's the Holy One of Israel. He's your Savior. He can forgive sins. There is no other God. There is no other Savior. Um, he's the creator of Israel and he's your king. Like So like this is a big list of things that, that we hold to Yahweh God. Like this is... This is important. Keep this in mind so that when we get to the New Testament, when we get to what Jesus says, you can say, but Yahweh said that he was 
king. Yahweh said he was savior. Yahweh said he's the holy one of Israel. And now Jesus is saying the same thing. Spoiler alert. Um, so it's very important we keep this in mind that that God is saying this. Now I wanna I wanna share a little bit more about um, who God is. I think it's. So it says here, uh, Exodus 34, 13 through 16, uh, again, still talking to Moses. Uh, but you shall destroy their altars, break their sacred pillars, and cut down their um, wooden images. For you shall worship no other god, for the Lord, whose name is Jealous, is a jealous god. Least you make a covenant with the inhabitants of the land, and they play harlot their gods, and make sacrifice to their gods. And one of them invites you and eat of his sacrifice. And you take of his daughters for your sons, and daughters play the harlot and their gods, and make your sons play the harlot with their gods. So, so here it is. God is jealous. He doesn't. He doesn't want to share you. He doesn't want you to be worshiping other gods, because it, it says that we play the harlot. We're we're. Um, we're going to sin because we worship other gods. And so God is a jealous God. He only wants you to worship him. And then he also says, uh, I am the Lord. I am Yahweh. That is my name. And my glory I will not give to another, nor my praise to carved images. So God is jealous, and he's also not going to share his glory. He's not going to give glory to anyone else that... Um, to another, to anyone else. So if God gives glory to someone, uh, then it's either God or God's not God. Like, it's he's, he's not doing what he says he's going to do. So he says here, I am Yahweh, that is my name, and my glory I will not give to another, nor my praise to carved images. So um, interesting stuff. Um, and finally, one, one more thing about his forgiveness. Now the Lord... Yahweh descended in the cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the Lord. And the Lord passed before him and proclaimed the Lord, the y Yahweh, Yahweh God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abounding in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, by no means clearing the guilty, visiting the iniquities of the fathers upon the children and the children's children in the third and the fourth generation. So we have Yahweh, and actually this is supposed to be capitalized. I didn't get it everywhere. Sometimes when I copy and paste it keeps it capitalized, sometimes it doesn't. And I have to go back and fill it in. Now the Yahweh descended from the cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of Yahweh. It's a very interesting wording. We'll, we'll get into this later. How when you see Yahweh on earth, he talks about Yahweh in heaven. And we'll, we'll get into what that means and, and what that, that might conclude. Uh, so this is just a little bit about who God is of the Old Testament, um, what we can know about him, and all of that. I have a couple more things here. That's about the, most of the things we're going to find in, in the New Testament. Um, these are talking about, yeah. So, just for fun, since we're here and I've just for a few more minutes. Uh, yeah, so in, in John uh, 8, 56 through 58, Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it and was glad. Uh, so this is Jesus in the Gospel of John talking to the Pharisees. Um, and, and so this is Jesus speaking. Your father Abraham, talking to the Jews, rejoiced to see my day. That's Jesus' day. 
And he saw it. So Abraham saw this day and was glad. Then the Jews said to him, You are not yet fifty years old, and have you seen Abraham? Jesus said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. So right here we have a very strong statement. We've got two, two very strong statements that that Abraham saw Jesus' day, like, and he rejoiced. And so Jesus is talking to the Pharisees. He's saying that Abraham saw his day. So that means, A, Jesus was before this time, and that Abraham at some point in time saw um, this day. And I don't want to get go, go down that path here right now um, but then we, he also says this this very 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 clear statement most surely i say to you before abraham was i am now if you remember oh, in the exodus 3 13 through 15 god says his name is i am who i am and i am has sent you sent me to you and so there's some strong correlation of Jesus saying, Jesus making this claim that he is God. And people say, oh, but Jesus Jesus never claimed it. And, and so here's here's one of the times that Jesus is claiming to be God. <coughs> um, so next we look at Acts 2.36. Therefore let all the house of Israel know surely that God has made this Jesus whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. Not that God made Jesus, but God made Jesus Lord and Christ. So, we've just been talking about people giving um, God the name Lord, the title Lord. Uh, not, not as in God's holy name, but as in the title of, of reverence. And so, God is saying like Jesus is Lord and he's Christ. Now we're going to look at what Christ means later. <coughs> what Messiah means later. And who is Messiah? Who is the Savior? So, uh, well, so real quick, because we did talk about it. That our Savior down here in uh, Isaiah 43, our Savior is God. And Christ um, comes from uh, the Latin, which is, was Messiah. Messiah means Savior. So like God is making Jesus Lord and, and Savior. So it's very, very interesting, uh, the strong correlation between Jesus and God and Lord. Now, does this does this say that God wasn't Lord and Savior before that? Or is this really saying that, that God was confirming that um, he's both Lord and Christ? Um, we'll have to get into the Acts chapter 2 to, to see the context. First uh, Corinthians twelve three. Therefore, I, I made known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed, and no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. So here, um, Paul's talking to people and saying that one way we can tell the people of the Holy Spirit is that they won't uh, blaspheme; that they'll be able to say Jesus is Lord, and that that title that we we have reserved for God is being used for Jesus. So um, there's just a couple New Testament passages. There's lots more that we're going to get into on this side of, of um, this drawing. So thank you for listening and checking out who, who God is. And, and just a little bit of who, who Jesus is claiming to be. We'll get into that much more later. 
So I th- the biggest and most important thing, like looking at Isaiah 43, is that we'll come back around to and kind of hit these things for, uh, I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Before me there was no God formed, nor shall there be after me. I am Yahweh, and besides me there is no Savior. I have declared and saved, I have proclaimed. There are no foreign gods. Um, thus says Yahweh, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord, your Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your King, who blots out your transgressions and will remember not your sins. He forgives sins. So that's the biggest important thing. Like this is who God is in the Old Testament. That's who everyone is thinking God is. This is his uh, prerequisite. This is his attributes. This describes who God is. And so for someone to come and say some of the things that Jesus is going to say is going to either make Jesus God or make Jesus a blasphemer. And and we see that the Pharisees uh, will call him a blasphemer because he is trying to make himself God. So I pray this, this video blessed you and we will uh, continue to move through the different attributes of God.